I could be, and I'm admitting right now, I could be completely wrong about that. So do he is not, not a doctor. He just I plays not on a the podcast. I'm not a doctor. I just watched <laughs> Doogie Howser and I've watched all 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So I know how to do tracheotomy. And, Have you and, and, also and watched ER? I've watched some of ER. My wife, Stephanie, has watched all of ER. No, so I watched a lot of House. I watched a lot of House, so I feel like... So you know how to... Watching House, you know how to do those kind of surgeries well under the influence of any kind of Vicodin and... I mean, like obviously. But of course, of course. Good. <laughs> so we... So, between the two of us, we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present... Our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jed. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome back. How was your week so far? You know what? This week has been amazingly fun, also exhausting. My niece and nephews are in town, and they are so cute. If you follow me on my personal page, you can see. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the pictures of them doing like the zip line thing, like one of the trampoline parks things, and my kid would love that. But as, as I like to say, hashtag kids ruin everything. They're wonderful. But it's like you and I've been trying to do this episode for a couple of days now. For a couple of days, like, well, my kids got this, and you're like, well, my kids, not my kids, but my kids today. My kids. I've got this, and I've got that. So yeah, they they love them. They're wonderful. They're oh my gosh, everything. so much fun! But oh my lord, my schedule is a hot yes. freaking mess. Like I just yep. worked for two hours when I got home from yep. running around all day. But that's and okay. then you're like, I didn't get paid anything for that. What the no. crap? <laughs> No, in fact, I had the discipline. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's like working for a bad travel agency. Anyway, so. Whoa! I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Jen, how did you dizzy this week? Wow. Okay, so this week, that's a really good question. I've disney a couple of different ways. I think the most important way I disney is I introduced my niece and nephews to a Disney movie. Which I introduced them to The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So it was the Disney version. That's awesome. Which they've never seen before, mm-hmm. and they loved it. It's such a great movie. It, it is such a great movie. It's one that I haven't seen in a while and I haven't thought about in a while, but when mm-hmm. I think about it, I think to myself, that's such a great movie. The, um, yeah. The prop culture episode of The Lion, oh, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, I loved that so prop good. culture episode. Oh, it's, it's so great. <laughs> Love it. And those kids are so old now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They came in. I was like, that's not Lucy. Stop. <laughs> So how, and how, did your, how did your children like it? Well, my children, they, they loved it. They, like, they, you know, they did the cry with Aslan course, and the course. whole thing, you know, yep. but they just really, really liked it. They, they laughed at the Turkish delight mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So, yeah, they really got a kick out of it. Well, I don't want to say a kick out of it. A kick out of that part, I guess. And they are just, you, they are you going to move on to Prince Caspian or the Dawn Treader? I think I am. Yeah. Um, I think the youngest one, he's five. I don't know if he'll get as into Prince Caspian. So that might be like one for the older two. But um, I also have considered a few other Disney. Oh, I also introduced them to the Muppets. And they. (gasps) That's even better. It's even better. And I did, you know, the new Muppets. Right, right. Not most wanted. Right. But you know, yeah. The 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 original new Muppets. 2011, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 2011. And they 
cracked it's up. so great they are just it's so yeah. great but you got to go back and watch fun. the original trilogy now the, the Muppet movie yeah. Great Muppet Caper and Muppet Sing Manhattan that's the OG yeah. OT but now, well but now that they've seen kind of like the right. updated version now right. I can take them back you yeah. know I felt like well, I see, and now you can throw the history on them you know and just tell them this is Jim Henson doing uh the, he's the one who right. created Kermit this is doing his voice and and whatever because you know they gotta learn some history that's awesome yeah. So for me, because I also like Disney history, I went on Amazon. And I randomly found this book that I'm holding up here, and it's called Mickey's Inferno, and it's a graphic what? novel. It's basically it's a reprint of of a of a comic book called Topolino's from 1949 and 1950, and you can like you see the old style animation here. Oh my gosh, I love that this animation! Was like, this was like eight bucks on Amazon. I haven't read it yet. I'm so excited about reading. It's like oh my 75 gosh, pages. Now I have to order this. And so yeah, it's just it's cool. It's really really cool. And I love graphic novels and things like this. And so I'm really excited. So so I, while this is how I Disney by getting this, I'm going to Disney later on this week by reading this. And so oh, that looks yeah, so cool. Yeah. You have to tell me how it is because oh, I will. Buy it. I will. I will. It's, it is one of those. It's very cheap. And you know, I just went on and I think I googled Mickey or Disney graphic novels. Uh, the other ones that I would recommend is the uh, uh, the Figment comic book and the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad comic book. Uh, those came out five, six years ago, and then now they're in a graphic novel form. You can get and you them. know I love Figgy. Of course, of course. And those are going to be about $20 or $25 because they're hardcover or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I will tell you, Jen, that uh, – and, and I haven't expressed this idea to you all, offline, so I'm going right. to throw it here on the podcast. In August is National Book Lovers Day. And I know that I do a contest every year on my Disney page, Disney on a dollar on Facebook, where I give away, I basically list up nine Disney books mm -hmm. and I let people vote on which one they want the most. And I pick one, or like I do a random drawing mm -hmm. and whoever, whoever I pick, whatever book they mention they want the most, I, I give them that book out of the nine. So we're going to have to do something on the podcast here as well. Oh, I Disney think we should guys. totally do. We should maybe totally we'll do, do a, you know, maybe it'd be a good time to get one of your author friends on, um, you know, I have a couple of author friends. That would be cool. To talk about Disney book lovers. Maybe give that book away. We got Mayor Wilson for the show his book is coming out i so, may yeah. even have some other books that we can maybe give away well possibly possibly we'll do a giveaway we also are going to be doing a giveaway tonight uh something we're going to give away kind of a fun little funko pop set with anna and elsa we're going to be doing that we'll tell you a little bit about that later mm -hmm. on winner has not been decided but we will announce a winner later on in the show and you might think to yourself well how do i enter this contest we'll, we'll get to that but first we got to talk some disney news it's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah! News! So we don't have a lot of Disney news, but a few things I do want to throw at you, and I thought it'd be a good conversation. First of all, Disney has changed its mask covering policy. Yes. And also uh, Universal, we should point it yes, out. Yes, oh, Universal too. Universal has as well. Okay, so basically it's you can't do anything with with mesh on it, which makes any sense, or holes, which makes right. sense. Right, I mean, which totally, like, why would and you And then there's something that? with, and I don't know the wording, with, like, Respirators? Valves? Respirators, that's it. The respirators, yeah. yes. yes. So, so ones with respirators, which, right. I mean, I guess technically N95 masks, but masks mm -hmm. do have respirators so but i think those are okay because i think there's i mean because if disney's looking for safety that's like quality control right there that's your i, I guess but it's technically your respirators that's so true. that's true i would say i think they really just want the cloth face coverings and i was actually speaking with some of my other friends earlier about this about why i don't know that this is the reasoning my guess is because the air that is expelled is not filtered mm. although sense. i mean it would still prevent the droplets, I'm guessing. But, I mean, in any case. Right. Yeah. Anything right. with a respirator, questionable at the N95. If you wanted to try it, you could. Well, I'm also wondering how much 
keeping the mask on plays into it because they won't do neck gaiters. And neck gaiters actually are very Correct. secure, but they don't because Disney says they may fall down. And so I'm wondering mm -hmm. if we, I've never worn an N95 mask. I don't know how well it secures, but I'm wondering if maybe in the Florida heat, people are going to be too apt to pull it off. I, I don't know. Could be because they want, you know, ties or ear loops. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm going in September. And uh, I, when I get on Spaceship Earth, I'm going to be tempted to pull that mask down a little bit just so I can get that sense of roam. Because what happens oh, if they close? If what if they close Spaceship Earth before I go back? I don't think they will. What if they do? I don't know. I will so. tell you, I could smell the smells through my mouth. Yes. Oh, oh good. That good, was good, very good. important to me. You got to smell Rome burning. You got to smell Rome burning. Now, good news here. This is actually <laughs> from a couple of news stations down there. So it's not just some random site like, you know, Magic Online News Today Tomorrow gov. No coronavirus outbreaks have been detected or linked to any Florida theme parks so far. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. that could change that could change tomorrow we may get a report tomorrow on something but right now everything is is good uh orange county health officer dr raul pino said health department had not seen any coronavirus spread from the theme parks then now and he gave a press briefing on monday and said that uh that there's no been outbreak so everything is good um and so he said he said there are people in the community that want to have an outbreak in the parks and we're looking for an outbreak in the parks and guess what we just haven't seen it doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but we haven't seen but it. But they which, haven't seen it. So. Which is very encouraging because people are scared about Disney and we don't, we yep. don't want to go and that kind of thing. And and Disney's like a melting pot because people are coming in from all over the world. They're coming in from all the country and from different mm -hmm. places. And it's mm -hmm. in Florida, which is a hot spot. Uh, yep. So yep. to know that the Disney bubble is actually working pretty well is is pretty great. No, that's gratifying yeah, because they really worked hard. They yeah. really worked hard. I have a client, that, and you can say the same thing too because you've seen it. But I have a client that got back today, and she said that she was so impressed with Disney and oh, all their cleaning great. and everything they've done, and just how how it works. And she said, really, my only inconvenience was that I didn't have a park hopper. She goes, and I just I I took this for granted. She said, beyond uh -huh. that, everything has been wonderful. It's funny. Like, it's funny. I kind of felt the same way. I'm like, oh wait. Park hopping, I can't do that. But yeah. My wife, Steph, and I were talking about our trip in September. We were kind of planning our days out because we had to move our trip a little bit back in September. This is our fifth move of our March trip. And so we had to move it back and we were kind of planning our days and stuff. And we're just, it, mm -hmm. it, the closing now comes into play. But like, okay, Magic Kingdom right. closes at seven. So we got to be done by blah, blah, blah. Or Epcot opens late. So let's go to Epcot later because they're open till nine. And just, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird planning you've never done, which is why out there, people, you should get yourself a travel planner. So Straight just up. saying. Just saying. So the last little bit here, Halloween Horror Nights are, are, are canceled. This is Universal Studios. They do Halloween Horror Nights yes. every year, and they've canceled all of those, which is very sad because I know that a lot of people enjoy it. I've never been. I don't really do a lot of haunted houses, so I don't mm -hmm. know that I would go. Um, if, Jen, if you were like, hey, the agency will pay you lots of money to go down there, State Universal for a couple of days, and go to Halloween Horror Nights to do a report, I would do it. I I'd sacrifice, but... You know, just not. A I am not a horror fan. So now I know. <laughs> so you know my other podcast, Christine. Right. She has gone every year, yeah. like since she's been a kid, and she loves it. But she says it is scary. Yes. Like I'm not yeah. saying like this is not Mickey's not so scary. Like oh, I can bring my kids to this. This is yeah. scary haunted this is house. A professional like, haunted house system, and they like professional millions of dollars into these things. And I've also heard, and this is on Twitter, I heard multiple places on Twitter, so I could be wrong about this. Don't at mm -hmm. me, people, that you know, Twitterati's right. got you or whatever. Don't at me. But I have heard that Halloween Horror Nights does pay for a lot of universal salaries in the first part of mm -hmm. the year because it's such a big event every it's single year. Event. And not having it is going to be big. I've heard that so from There are people well. that are thinking layoffs may be coming or whatever. It's kind of sad. So I guess my question for you is, mm -hmm. how does that bode, you think, for the Christmas party at Disney? 
and the fireworks at Disney Week in November because Horror Nights stretches to which it, like the not, like the not so scary Halloween party which was canceled. It, right, you know, it's the same thing. It is canceled. the same thing. So yeah, I mean, so here's the just here's the honest truth. I mean, I, and nobody knows. I know that Disney is very much hoping to bring very Merry Christmas party back. I, I know that they are because that's something that they've always had. I don't. I would have to say, just on paper, it's not looking good. Yeah. You know, and because yeah. sa- they are safety first. And right. if they, and number two, they don't want to sell a ticket to something that's not going to be the value for the money. That, so, and, it, I mean, yeah. and if you're wearing a mask, whatever. I mean, especially it's cooler down there. But if they can't have the fireworks, if they can't have the parade, right. you know, right. if they can't have it snowing on Main Street with people gathered, that's going to be something where, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of the, if, I mean, if it was only that's the appeal. That's that the, appeal, the appeal, right? But if yeah. it was only for the rides, if it was just, you know, but they, you know, there's not even the meet and greet kind of thing. Right. So I just feel like they're not going to sell a ticket where people aren't going to get their money. Well, they're also not going to sell a ticket if they think that they're going to have to refund it or if there's a, a decent Correct. chance they'll have to refund the tickets either. I mean, because who yeah. wants to do that? Right. Right, because then I mean, Disney frankly, breaks in a bunch of money and then suddenly has to refund everything and yeah. the travel agency so, gets all their money back and so on. If there would happen to be one, I feel like it would be more limited, like mm. fewer dates and last minute. Yeah, I feel like it would be something like, hey, we're going to offer it very last. But, and again, we don't – Yeah, I'm not, not saying I think that's going to happen. Right. I'm just saying I don't foresee it being a I big – you know, I think as big as there's past. a chance it could happen. And I'm only going to say this mm-hmm. one line, and then we'll move on because I don't want to get mired in details, and I don't want people yelling at me mm-hmm. going, "We don't know anything." I think the Florida numbers either have peaked or are peaking. I'm predicting in the next two to three weeks we're going to see the numbers start to decline, and I would say in another month or two we're going to see the numbers in a sharp decline. I that really is my hope. prediction, and that's all I'm going to say. I could be, and I'm admitting right now, I could be completely wrong about that. So do he is not, not a doctor. He just I plays not one on the podcast. I'm not a doctor. I just watched <laughs> Doogie Howser and I've watched all 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So I know how to do tracheotomy. And, Have and, you and, also and watched ER? Anatomy. I've watched some of ER. My wife, Stephanie, has watched all of ER. No, so I watched a lot of House. I watched a lot of House. So I feel like. So you know how to, watching House, you know how to do those kind of surgeries well under the influence of any kind of Vicodin and. I mean, like obviously. But of course, of course. Good. <laughs> so we, so, between the two of us, we're good. So here's an episode that I'm really excited about because this is something that we haven't been able to do yet because we're still a young podcast. We're episode mm-hmm. 11 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a question and answer session. We're going to do a Q&A. We reached out to our folks, uh, to our listeners, and we have some great listeners out of the way. It's a small yes, fan base do. that is certainly growing, growing because. I've got a couple of people this week that are like, oh, I heard your podcast, blah, blah, blah. And it's one of those things like, you listen? That's awesome. Thank you. I'm glad right. you listen. That's cool. So we, we put a call out and said, hey, po- hey folks, please uh, you know, let, us, uh, let us know your questions. And we actually did this last night and today. So over the course of the day, we got about 11 questions. We're going to run through these. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to give away a uh, little Funko Pop, Anna and Elsa. It's a, you, you could have gotten it, get, gotten it at Target at one point. Uh, they don't sell them anymore. So I've got, I've got several, and I wanted to give the one away. And we're going to kind of randomly draw using a random randomizer mm-hmm. drawing system, whatever, on one of the names of the people who have asked questions. So yeah. if we read your question tonight, then you have a shot at winning at the end of the night. Woo! So let's go ahead and start with the first question. I'll read them okay. out. What original Disney ride or show would you bring back if you could, Jen? That's just from Paige on Instagram. What original oh. ride or show would you bring back if you could? And I guess you can define original however you want to. Is it open oh, day? Okay, I was, it, I was gonna ask, it, like has it been OG, around OG like early like on? Like when it opened or yeah. so I'm gonna I'm just gonna say like maybe original to a park. Okay. I'm gonna call this yep. like an extinct attraction. Yes, you know, that kind works. of thing. So for me, this is 
an OG Epcot attraction, I know you're just absolutely shocked. <laughs> and I'm going to take this very literally since Figment still exists, because my first answer would have been the Figment with Dreamfinder, like the right. full of actual Figment. Of course. Okay. But aside from that one, I'm going to bring back Horizons. 100%. You know, my answer is also Epcot. I'm going to bring back Body Wars. Oh, okay. Because I never one. got to ride it. I never got, and out of all that's the attractions so that I've never gotten to ride, or never gotten to ride, that's the one that I think I'd like to ride the most. And I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe I would hate it. I'd get off of it and be like, that was terrible. I love the movie Inner Space, and it always made me think of Body Wars. And so yeah. I would do Body Wars in a heartbeat. And I know Body my Wars wife was a lot of fun. Although my wife, Steph, is a big fan of Food Rocks and Kitchen, kitchen Cabaret and those things. That oh, might be her good. answer. But, but yeah, I'm going to say Body Wars on that. So thank you, Paige, for that question. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, Alicia on Instagram sent us a number of questions. And so Jen and I both picked one question out of that list. Yeah, we did. Uh, mm -hmm. Here's the question that I had that I picked. Uh, if you could have any job at Walt Disney World, what would you choose? Ooh, okay. So I've always said that I would want to be a VIP tour guide. Same. <laughs> it's really <laughs> well no, no take that back take that back your vip tour guide i want to be a keys to the kingdom tour guide oh okay so you want to be a tour guide but just like a different kind of tour guide kingdom. yeah we said vip i was thinking keys but oh know, okay as a vip you get to ride you get to ride all the rides don't you or do you have to stand back to let them ride the ride well it depends so the way vip guides work if it is number one an odd number right um typically they will ride that way it's like all even you know i mean most if you gotta you know whatever also there are certain ones that they are expected not to ride mm -hmm. um AKA like Rise of the Resistance. Although VIP tours do not work on that one. FYI, just letting you know. Um, and like Millennium Falcon was one. They don't, they don't take up a seat on Millennium Falcon. So um, if the lines are super long, but sometimes they can and will ride with you if you request them, if you request them to. And that's not the only reason because also sometimes they also work in guest services. I right. just think I would be very good at that. Person. I would love to be a Keys of the Kingdom tour guide because we've been twice and uh, okay. both times. Um, you know, basically, the Keys of the Kingdom success depends on your tour guide. And both times mm -hmm. we had a great tour guide. I've heard stories about, you know, we got a tour guide that wasn't that great or whatever. Mm -hmm. But one of the tour guides we had was very, very modern, very pop culture. -y. He talked mm -hmm. about like the shows, and the, the, the guests and the, the celebrities and things like that. And he kind of did a ask me anything kind of question and answer. Oh, the first cool. one we ever got, though, was an older lady named uh, Claire. And she was all about the Disney history. She was all oh, about I Disney history. And so I she talked about Claire. Oh, she was great. She talked about Disney history all the way through it. Did she have dark and, hair? And a little short older lady, kind of yes. dark hair. Yeah, short hair. I I, I would imagine she's yes. retired by now. Maybe not. I don't know. This was 2007 oh. or something. Well, we did ours in like 2009 or whatever. So. Yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I, and we still here at the house, we still mm -hmm. kind of make jokes because we were we were in the Utilidors. We were standing at underground Disney. We were all standing there in the line, all 10 of us or 12 of us or whatever. We're all looking at these incredible pictures on the wall of Disney World being built. And, oh, and Claire looks at us so and much. she looks at this picture and there's Joe Fowler, there's Card and there's Walt and there's Roy. And, and she's like, if just one of these men wasn't in this picture, if just one of these men wasn't in this story, we would not be here today. <laughs> and just so great. And so sweet and just answered all kinds of questions. I, and I would, I would do that. I would be like hardcore. Yes. You know, I'd walk around and be like, see that? That was put in in 1986. See that? And I, I would just fill your head with fact. I would love to do that. I, that oh would my be gosh. fantastic. That would yeah. be so great. Do you have an Alicia question? I do have an Alicia question. Oh. Um, one of the ones she asks was, Has, have you ever done a Run Disney event? And if so, please give some details. 
No. So Jen, you answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So David has not. I have not. I have not. done, I think, six Run Disney events. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've participated both in the cheer squad, which is like the spectators. And right. I've also participated in the races. I've done the 10 miler. I've done two half marathons, I think. I've done, no, sorry, three half marathons and like a couple of 5Ks and a 10K. Okay. And I've done a challenge. So they are so much fun. I will tell you, waking up early sucks. 100%. I mean, you're up at like 2.30. You have to get your butt there. And we always buy the, you can like pregame. They have like a, a heated tent, which let me tell you, the one year was like 30 degrees. I'm not oh, even. Oh, that's crazy. It was so cold. And we always dress up. Like I either wear a tutu. Yes, I'm a tutu runner. Or we dress up in <laughs> costume because it's adorable. And um I was freezing that year. So um, let me see. I got need to reread the wording of that one. So, oh, just some details. Lots of fun. So there are many, many corrals. You have to keep up a 16-minute mile. Mm-hmm. And that's from the last corral. So if you are in the very last corral, the last ones to be released, if you don't have a good training time, right. um, you need to not stop for pictures. Otherwise, the balloon ladies. I would be so embarrassed to get swept because basically they come behind you. They're like, if you're too slow, you're done. They get you're done, and you don't get your medal. You don't get your swag. Oh, I mean, you get your like race shirt. I mean, obviously, but you're not getting the medal. So we are typically um, because Brady usually runs them with me. We're usually in an upper. Not I'm not super fast, okay, but we train enough to be in like a (laughs) solid middle of the road pack so that we don't get swept and we can stop for pictures. We do not stop for every picture. Um, but sometimes there are some little known characters. Like I got all of the lost boys with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell on the Jolly Roger. I've got, you can get Mary and Bert and all the penguins from Mary Poppins. Sometimes Um, I've seen Oswald, Jack Sparrow and Captain Barbosa sometimes. And then also just like some random little scene, like little scene. That's not very grammatically correct but you know you don't see them a lot rarely seen rarely seen rare characters rare characters rare yeah and then of course you know you get to the end and we usually like pay for the after party um and i would tell you what my very 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 favorite one was a nighttime race the tower of terror 10 miler which is now defunct number one i like a 10 mile race that's nice number two some of the best (laughs) character greets my favorite course ever and like you're backstage a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just say, if you enjoy a race atmosphere, Disney is the place to do it. It yes. is so I've fun. seen the pictures. I've seen, I think, uh, our, my friend Sarah, who is a, a run Disney guru, which we want to get on the show mm-hmm. one day because she's awesome. Um, sure. But she's told me all about it. And she's shown me pictures of like, she, you know, Hercules oh. and Meg are along the way. And there's Scrooge Absolutely. McDuck and whatever. And, and But my thing would be like, I just wouldn't want to get swept because I would feel so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see, and the costumes are super out of this world. And I, even when I was part of the cheer squad, like the people crossing the finish line are hysterical. I mean, because it always ends in Epcot, at least the half marathons and the full marathons and people will go around world showcase. And because it's open, they'll like come through (laughs) with food in their hands. (laughs) If you want like a turkey leg and like a beer and I'm like, you're running and that even thought makes me want to throw up right now, but like, apparently you're good with it. So cool. Um, hilarious. And some of the costumes are so on point. It's not even funny. Like that is, that's, you are that's pretty awesome. Yeah. One day, that one was a, day. That I've, was a long winded answer. I'm no, I, I keep thinking I want to 
do a race, but I just mostly for the May for the metal and the swag and stuff, but it's running and I hate running. There's nothing wrong with And that. if you want to run a dizzy marathon or a half marathon or a 5k or a 1k or a 100 yarder, not liking to run really plays into your, your efforts I mean, into really running all those play. things. It really does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I'd be like that schmo oh, wow. from the Atlantic that wrote a piece about how much he hates Disney World and still went there anyway. And so, uh, I mean, did I say that? Right? It's an article somewhere. So the next question. <laughs> if there is a current ride you would like to see change, uh, changed, and if so, what would you want it changed to? And I have an answer for this. This is from my friend Michael on Instagram. Uh, okay. my, my answer to this is simply Soren. There are three theaters. There should be mm -hmm. two theaters. Or there should be one theater for Sword Around the World. There should mm -hmm. be one theater for California. There should be mm -hmm. one theater that's just every other show, California, around the world. And you don't know what you're going to get. You just go mm -hmm. in there, and whatever you get is what you get. And so I think there should be at least two offerings of that because so many people love California. And a lot of people love around the world too, but people love California. And I think you should have – an option for both. It should be like an orange, orange team and a green team for Mission Space. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what I think. You, I, that's what I would change Soren to is, is you go in there and you get, you get one of each. Um, the I, other one I, I would actually think love of, that idea. The other thing I would think of is Star Tours. I would love for them to go back to the original trilogy scenes so, or even the, the prequel trilogy mm -hmm. because Star mm -hmm. Tours is not in, in Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it should not be beholden to the sequel trilogy stuff with Kylo yeah. and and. Mm -hmm. and, and Kyla and Ray and Finn and Poe and whatever, you know, put the put the original trilogy stuff in there, even the prequel trilogy, yeah. and let the the new stuff be in in Galaxy's Edge. So those are my two answers for that question. That's so a good, that's a good answer. So for me, I would one hundred percent change Dinosaur and Animal Kingdom, and I would make it into Indiana Jones. Mm, Granted, nice. that does not fit into Dino Land. I'm not saying it does. <laughs> so I'm not saying Disney's going to do it. I just love Indiana Jones so much more than I love Dinosaur, and it's the same track. That would be cool. So I would totally do that. Um, secondarily, I'm not going to lie. And this is, you guys might laugh at me for this as well. And maybe it's cheating. I would also change test track to Radiator Springs Racers. Because again, similar track, similar technology. But I like the racers a lot better than I like test track. And I'm not throwing shade at test track. Don't at me. I'm not saying <laughs> I hate test track. I just like the racers better. Now, do you like the original test track better than the new one? The I Tron do. track? Me too. Correct. Me too. I, I like, like the, the original track better. I like the chintziness of it. It's a little cheesy, a little, you know, kind of mm -hmm. kind of goofy. I, I I like that aspect of it. Um I kinda Me wish too. we'd go back to that, but but yeah. So all right. So the next question. Will Disney still go ahead with WDW fiftieth anniversary celebrations in twenty twenty one or whether you think they'll push to twenty twenty two? That's from Tim Dumay on Instagram. Tim Dumay, who does some of our new stuff, who does our news jingle and helps out with the show and everything with it, with the audio stuff. Great guy. Uh story storyeyes.co. S-T-O-R-Y-I-Z dot C O. Go there and check out Tim's mm -hmm. stuff. He's awesome. So yeah, will Disney still go ahead with the fiftieth in twenty twenty one or push it to twenty twenty two? It's really a prediction. What do you think? I mean, honestly, this is obviously straight up opinion. Mm -hmm. I do not think they're gonna push it to 2022 no, i, don't think, so, I think they're gonna leave it 100 mm -hmm. and for a couple of reasons number one we cannot sell past september 26 27 26 or 27 26 26 checking they, out the 27th and, they and you have to it, check out the 27th and they shut it down on us because we were all getting our 50th anniversary weekends in october and then like and a then, day or two later they were like nope just kidding just kidding so yep. yeah I, I, I 100% they're i'm they're, they're not gonna postpone that yeah i think if they have to postpone it to the 20, 2022 there are some big issues going on with not just Disney or maybe current events or whatever. Something's going on there. Like there, there will be because one of those like literally yes. at this point, a yeah. 
over a year yeah. away. Yeah. So, and so, we're I already, mean, let's say, several months into You know, this. they're already making plans to put park hoppers back in place in January yeah. and maybe even before. And I think we'll get the Disney plan by, back by next summer. And so I, I, think, yeah. that, I, think, I think we'll be okay. Uh, having said that, I thought it would be okay by fall with all the stuff going on. So really, what I do mean, I know? Believe, again, we are not doctors no, nor experts. No. This only is just seen, our opinion. I've only seen Grey's Anatomy, not ER. So I can't do all the surgeries, but some of them. Okay. But you can do a lot of them. I can. I really can. I From mean, Josh on Instagram, favorite Disney villain. This is a good Ooh. question. Yeah, this is from my friend Josh. Yes. Um, Josh, my favorite Disney villain, and this is this is actually a little hard for me because I'm torn between two, but I have to go with my ultimate favorite Disney villain is Maleficent. Mm. I feel like she is number one was one of like the actual scariest villains, <laughs> and also she had some great flair. Just saying, and I adore the new movies movies with Angelina Jolie because she looks fierce. So Maleficent is my pick. It's one of the only movies I like Angelina Jolie in is the Maleficent movies, and I actually like the and second Gone one. Gone in than sixty the first seconds. One. Yes, yeah. I think you're. I think we've talked about that. So I, think I love we've talked her. About it, yeah, I love her in that movie. Um, mine is. I really kind of go on songs more than anything else. Mm. Uh, Hades is my favorite. He doesn't sing a song. So Hades is my oh. favorite. But when it comes to music, I love Dr. Facilier, Friends on the Other Side from Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. He's such a cool villain. He's like like Darth Maul in Star Wars. He's, He's so scary. cool. And we get so little of him. Like I, I, I yeah. want so much more of him than we get. Uh, but I'm going to say Facilier and probably Hades. And he's great Hades. in the parks. Yeah, he's Facilier is great in the parks. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I've seen like I've seen him with the like villain shows and stuff. I've never mm-hmm. actually talked to him, the pictures and stuff. But yeah, he was Facilier walking around cool. Disneyland on Halloween. So we met we met Hades on a Disney cruise on our honeymoon, oh, um, no 2004, way. when they did the Hercules show. So we oh, met yeah, Pain okay. and Panic and uh, and and Hades, which was great. And Hades That's is really cool. really cool and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Hades. What is your all time favorite memory? of your first trip to Disney. This is from uh, oh, Melissa on Facebook. Trip. Big fan of the show. Thank you, Melissa. So this is, this is a toughie. Uh, this is for, a tough one. For me, I, other than the few pictures we took and remembering that Epcot was being built in that big ball, that was, that was all of Epcot because I was seven. <laughs> I, I don't really have a whole lot of memories of my first respective trip. So I probably have to go ahead and go to like, I guess what is my first favorite memory? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, that's going to be this is going to be such a cheesy cop out answer, but it's going to be exploring Disney World with my wife on our honeymoon because at that time I had been to Magic Kingdom three times in '82, like '95 and '97, I think. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom only, no other parks. So when we got to go on our honeymoon, I got to Animal Kingdom for the first time, Hollywood Studios, excuse me, Disney MGM Studios for the first time, Epcot <laughs> for the first time, saw all of that for the first time. And, you know, Cinderella's Castle was our first, like, meal together as a, as a married couple. Uh, we had breakfast that morning, and, of course, we were just both dead tired. But um, that's that whole trip to me was, was great because, you know, she was, got, she was able to, to show me everything, which I know was cool for her, too. But, uh, and that's really kind of an, like a large answer, not really specific. So I, I apologize. I can't get more specific with that. But that's kind of my first favorite memory, I guess, of, of Disney. Okay. Oh, that's a good one, though. So my first favorite one um, – Gosh, I have a few like from the early trip to Disney with my with my family, mm-hmm. um, and I guess I I honestly have like two. So one was dining with characters, and it was on. It's now Paddlefish. Prior to Paddlefish, it was Fulton's Crab House. Fulton's, but prior to that, it had basically had like kind of a Chef Mickey's idea. 
Okay. Um, and there were a couple of restaurants on it. And Christine from the Divas is going to be so angry at me right now because I am 100% <laughs> blanking on the name of the of what the of what the ship was. Mm-hmm. But in any case, I loved that character breakfast. I still have the menu from it. Like there was like the little kids placemat kind of right. thing. I right. still have it. Like as a it was you know waxy. I've preserved it all these years. Right. Um, I lied. I got two other ones. Um, <laughs> It's by like, they're just like happy memories. You know what I mean? Right. I remember sitting in the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, um, you know, show at, in Epcot and my mother freaking out over the mice, you know, like the, the mouse tail would like flip <laughs> between your legs and yes. she yes. lost her mind <laughs> and it was hysterical. <laughs> That's because awesome. she hates mice. It was so funny. <laughs> um, which is not a touching memory. It's just mm. a funny memory. That's and then awesome. the last thing, I don't know why I even love this so much, but I remember riding Dumbo with my mom and my sister was with my dad and just flying around the park and looking. And I just kind of remember images from flying around and thinking, this is so cool. And meanwhile, like, you know, nowadays I like bypass right. the Dumbo, but that's just like a special of course. Special memory. Of course. So. Well, I do remember, and just to throw another one in there, more specifically, actually, I do remember when I was a kid, and, I, and we mentioned this in the Meet and Greet episode, episode one, um, how I was just terrified of Haunted Mansion when I was seven because it just, oh, yeah. you know, I had just seen Poltergeist and I was scared of everything and scared of the dark and just <laughs> whatever. And, you know, um, called DHR on my, my parents for that because whatever. So I, re- I do remember riding Haunted Mansion in like 95. So I was kind of excited about it because here I was 20 and not seven anymore. And I got right. to ride it and I was like, okay. I feel like seven-year-old me could have handled this. This is not bad. <laughs> so I do remember that. I remember enjoying it and loving it. And, and my wife and I wrote it like 50 times, you know, in respective trips since then. This is a great question too. And I love this question here. From, also from Melissa. What is your MSCP, Main Street Electrical Podcast, dream guest? Who could we have on this show? And I'm going to say living. Let's not go back and be like, I wish we oh, had, okay, you know, okay, okay. Uh, you know, whatever. Marty Sklar, which would have been awesome. But, I mean, know, that would be guest, amazing. We put out the, the, the call to so-and-so and the, and the answer. Uh, Michael Eisner is my guess. That is the one I would love to have on the show. I think above anybody else that works at Disney, above Bob, either of the Bobs. The, I know you've talked to one of the Shermans on uh, Divas, which is I amazing. Have. That I was love fantastic. That. Well, I mean, um, it was the, the son of a Sherman. Well, well there we go. <laughs> right. Sherman but Jr. Still. Um, maybe Samantha Brown as well. Oh. I would love Samantha Ooh, Brown. But great I would, one. I would love to talk to Michael Eisner. Because I have so many questions about, you know, hey, because I, I, I don't idolize him, but I don't, I don't demonize him like a lot of people did at the end of his reign. No, I respect uh, you know, a lot of what I he did. I love what he did. He saved the company. He saved he did. the company straight up. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like when I joined Upon a Star Travel, I saved the company. Same thing with Michael Eisner. <laughs> so, you know. I, I mean, so, something what like an that. amazing comparison. I mean, something like that. Uh, but that's the only time I'll ever be compared to Michael Eisner. But <laughs> what is your thought? Your, your dream guest. Oh my gosh, that's actually like a hard one because I can think of so many people who I would love to have on. I think right well, now- Well, you, you, you have one tweet to put out there. You send the tweet to that person. That person's going to accept Joe Rody. one time. Joe Rody, that would be cool. I would 100% put Joe Rody on because I just think he has been, in the terms of quote unquote new Imagineers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, okay, so like not the classic, right. you know, like the Marty Sklar's and, and you know, Claude Coates. Which obviously any of those would be amazing. Of course, but of course. Honestly, most of those can't happen. So I agree. I if agree. we're looking at the new regime, um, I mean, Joe Rody has been so intricately involved in so many of the new projects. Um, I just think it would be fascinating to 
yeah. kind of pick his brain. That would be really cool. Maybe he would send us an earring or something. That'd be awesome. I too. mean, that would be awesome. Also, all right. Also, final question on the list. Unless you have something else that I did, I don't have. I thought I, I think I sent you the list. Of uh, no, I think I, I think I sent you everything, but I'll double check okay. my Instagram. Final question that I have on the list. This is from Matt and Susie on the uh, from the the Imagine Ears. What is your favorite podcast to be on? You know, and I, they asked me that question. I was like, is Diz Unplugged one word or two words? I'm not really sure. <laughs> Well, so far, as uh, as a guest of uh, from the, the Main Street Electrical Podcast, I mean, the Imagineers podcast was great because they asked expect four straight times in a row. How can you know, how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> I, and I even have things to compare it to. I've been on a few Disney podcasts. Yes, I will say, yes, you have. I have. Uh, straight up, Imagineers is my favorite. Yeah, they're fun. Um, they're we had a fun. good time with those yeah, guys. They were, were a lot of fun. But again, four straight episodes. So that's awesome. So those are those are the questions we got. And uh, Alicia, I know you had more questions. And we're going to actually put those on hold. We'll have another Q&A session sometime in the next uh, however many episodes. And we will hold your questions. And we'll find, answer a Absolutely. few more. Absolutely. Um, we'll put a call out for more questions as well. And if you guys have questions you want answered on the next Q&A, send us an email, the uh, MSEP vmsepodcast.com. <laughs> I need to write that down with like a post-it note in front of me. But here's what we're going to do. I have a little wheel here. You can see this wheel. And I put the, every, oh, all I the can names see the wheel. of the oh, people I see the wheel. And I'm going to hit spin. And whatever name pops up, that's going to win this little thing. Uh, the, the, the Funko Pops of Anna and Elsa. And it uh, looks like it's coming up. Wow. Oh, oh, it's really moving slow. I, I mean, oh, good slow. grief. That is moving so slow. Uh, you know what? I do see that we have one more question I forgot to answer. I forgot to ask. As this is, as this is moving very, very slow. Okay. Here's the question. Who should and should not go to Disney right now? I think that's a really, I think that's a really Oh, that's actually a really important question question right now. Yeah. So who should and who should not go? Okay. Uh, Do you want to start? I will start. I will say who should go, people who want small lines, people who are healthy, people Mm -hmm. who don't mind wearing masks Mm -hmm. um, in the, in the heat, um, and people who just want to go and have a good time, experience something different, who should not go, first time Disney goers who want that first experience, who want the ultimate first experience. Um, also, who should not go is uh, uh, anybody who is compromised, mm-hmm. anybody who has health issues, mm-hmm. maybe older mm-hmm. people who have been mm-hmm. health issues. Take, I mean, 16 mm-hmm. and older, you should question about, okay, should I go? I'm not saying you shouldn't go. I'm saying you should think a lot harder than if you're 35. Chat with really your doctor. Everything. Like, yeah, who's a doctor. real doctor? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I would say. Who should and should not go anything to add to that or any, any other thoughts on that? I really pretty much agree with you. If you are a repeat guest or a frequent part goer, mm-hmm. honest, and who is healthy, who yes. is healthy. Yep. And I would add who is not concerned about traveling because the fact yes. is if you, even if you are healthy, but you are someone who is, um, either like I have a good friend who's like legitimately germaphobic and right. she would just be petrified the whole time. That's yep. not a fun experience. And honestly, that wears down your immune system too. being stressed. If you're going to be stressed going, then, then don't. The Disney um, bubble is great. The Disney bubble, as we've seen, and we've absolutely. talked about, heard about his fantastic, but you have to get to the Disney bubble. You do have to get to the Disney bubble. The, and the MCO are- bubble is a little different. The Uber ride bubble is a little different, whatever your mm-hmm. airport may be, or your car ride may be a little different. So, you know, you it is one of those things for yourself. Like I would go tomorrow if I could, if my wife and I decided, Hey, let's take the weekend to Disney world. I'd be like, Absolutely. okay. Um, but can't do that. Uh, I know other people that would go in a heartbeat. I know people who, who are like, we're not going who, anytime soon. And I know go. frequent park so. goers who will not for various reasons, either they have an immune compromised mm-hmm. family member yep. or, you know, they themselves are immune compromised and there is nothing wrong with that. But yes. if you are comfortable 
Yes. And you like a more, re- I, I actually think this was a more relaxed Disney trip for me. No fast passes. You didn't have to worry about getting up no. early for dining. The nope. lines were lower, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can see that completely. So yeah, yeah. Who, who should go? Anybody who wants to, I mean, if, if you feel comfortable going, go. Who should not go? Compromised, unhealthy, uh, Obviously, scared. Yeah. Even if scared. you're completely healthy and scared, don't go. Don't go. Right? I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, don't be a scaredy cat. I'm just saying if you don't want to go, then don't go. And that's. that's yeah, because it's going to make you, like, it's also going to just make a knock. It's not going to be a good experience for you. And then yes. also it could just cause other issues. Correct. Because if you're scared, perhaps interactions would not be as Correct. good as they, you I know, feel like that's that. about the best vague direct answer we can possibly give. <laughs> So, Correct. I right, mean, so, so all my spinner app here, I figured it out. What I have to do is I have to hit, I have to tap it to make it stop. So oh. that, otherwise, it'll just spin forever. So I was going to say that we're going to spin it, and you tell me when to stop, and that's okay. going to be our winner. Um, and stop. And our winner is Tim. Yay, Tim. So, Tim! Shoot me an email. Uh, at, you know, you have my email addresses, but shoot me an email, themsepodcast.com, and we will get these out to you. So our very first prize winner, uh, very, very cool. Like I said, we'll do some other stuff. Find us on the interwebs. Jen, where can people find you to find pictures of your kids? <laughs> to find pictures of my quote-unquote kids, my adorable niece and nephews, you can find me at Jen underscore Novotny, and I do spell Jen with two N's because that is the cool way to spell it. Of course. Saying. When one N um, is not enough. That's right. Obviously, I'm extra. So um, you can also <laughs> find me at Upon a Star Jen on all of the socials. And yeah, feel free to follow me, and you can see what I've been up to this week. Very nice. You can find me Magic on a Dollar on all the socials. Find me on Facebook, Magic on a Dollar, or Disney on a Dollar, either one. And of course, um, my website, magiconadollar.com. And of course, find us online at, you know, pondastartravel.com as well. Go to our website, themsepodcast.com. You'll see all the show notes there from every show. Uh, you'll see some pictures of stuff we talked about. I'll put up the picture of the book that I mentioned, maybe a link or something mm-hmm. to find it. Um, you'll see our pages, our contact information is up there. Friends of the show, if you're like, I know you talked about Big Fat Panda. What show was he on? You talked about Imagineers. What show were they on? It's on the side there, kind of the yep. listings of their pictures and where they where they were, what shows they were on, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to build that up as a kind of a wealth of information about the show. Um, so to end the show, we have another listener who has uh, been very kind to our show. She has been picked, in our, picked up our show from the beginning. Her name is Maggie. I don't know where she's from, but she says, I have a magical moment if you guys want, and I love this. Here we go. I was an entertainment cast member from January 2012 to 2014 and have so many memories from that role. But one that sticks out was a family who came to see Mickey Mouse in his dressing room in Town Hall. It was a big family. Mom, dad, the kids, the grandparents. Mickey met the whole family, and Grandma saved herself for last. She walked right up to Mickey with open arms and gave a big, big hug and then whispered into his ear, specifically so his friend, Mickey, could hear her. She said, I grew up reading your stories and watching your cartoons. You were always my favorite. I've been waiting 85 years to meet you, Mickey, and I'm here. She pulled away, and she had tears in her face, and I did as well as I was a friend of Mickey uh, there and helping out. It was wonderfully special, and I've carried that moment with me all the years since. Dave and Jen, thank you for bringing a dose of Disney magic to our lives. And that is just oh. fantastic. I, Jen, you're about okay. to cry. <laughs> now I'm about to cry. Oh, my god! You're literally about to cry. That is fantastic. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like fanning my face. He can see me. You guys can't. I'm I, like, I, I love it. I love that. And uh, it's, 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 that's really, really cool. Next, oh, if you remind cool me, I, I, I can share a magical moment like that, too, where actually I shared something with the character. And I actually thought that their friends, that they were, their handlers with them might have cried. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. But that's next week. Uh, so this has been the Matrix Logical Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining us once again on the show. Please go give us a rate review on, on, on iTunes, on Spotify, and all those places where you can find us as well. Jen, you have a magical, magical week. We'll see you next week. And in the meantime, we will make sure we are thanking 
our Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.